Good afternoon, y'all. All y'all. Boy, am I, am I nervous. Um, okay, my name is Eliel. We are a missionary family. My wife is Eliani. That's why we can, we can record a CD. It'll probably sell. Sophia is 17 years old. And Ator, which is your Hector, is 12. And they are the perfect brother and sister, love and fight. And we're just so proud in the Lord that they came to Jesus when they were in the age of three and a half year old. Talk about a relief. And time has gone by and it has proved itself by the years. Well, let me start saying, I have already started, but let me start saying that, please, should you hear anything weird coming from me? First of all, I beg you to ascribe it to language and cultural gap. If that won't work, ascribe it to my being nervous, and then, only then, to my character. Okay? Thankfully enough, my wife is not here to say, yeah, he does the same in Brazil, nobody likes it. So, I'm safe. Um, just like the other day, I said, oh, I've been so tired running from one place to the other, that, you see, I have herpes, and a very nice brother said, well, technically, yes, but for the integrity of your name, you call it a cold sore. I said, oh, really? Even in summer... So, you see, these things can happen. Um, some 15 years ago, um, talking to a brother, a missionary from, from Florida, living in Brazil, and we were talking, and he introduced me to expositional or expository preaching. And said, you know what? You know what, why people preach about themes? Love, faithfulness, hell... <laughs> It's very funny. And he said, so they, can get, so they can go back home and have something to say. Oh, the preaching tonight, it was about faithfulness. Oh, the preaching tonight was about love. And, and I got to know what it was, the verse-by-verse teaching. And, wow, I mean, it is, it is really the thing to be done. Uh, there is no turning back from that. Where is she to play that? No turning back. Hey, I got to tell you. I'm taking her back home with me, just so I can pinch her cheek every day. I'll take good care of you, girl. And um, so, uh, even when someone uh, calls me for a Bible camp, uh, and say, oh, won't you preach about this? Oh, a Bible camp, a conference, or anything. What happens? I pray to the Lord, and passages come to my, to my mind, but one stands out, and inevitably... You get to know, okay, so this passage is in this book, was written by this author, to this audience, in this time, because of this situation, and then you go by the, 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 the chapters, and into the verse, you can't escape it, and it's the soundest thing to do. Well, my understanding of things. Okay, so I was born in the southeast of Brazil, maybe some of you have heard, uh, Sao Paulo, the state of Sao Paulo, which is kind of the prosperous area of Brazil, and moved to be a missionary with my wife to the northeast. So think about beautiful beaches, eternal summer, and so on. It's there. We didn't move there for that reason. Um, so, you know, it's human beings. Where it's more proper, it's like, I don't need Jesus. Only, only the more confused need the religion. I'm all my right. But you go to the northeast, and people are more humane. I mean... I just had to click to have a, a Bible class for kids in the evening in, in, in my garage. 
and ki- and mothers would come with the kids and the mothers would say he asks me every day mother is it today that we're going to Eliel's not in the southeast we're in the southeast now i barely know my neighbors and i try all kind of schemes so it's like oh it's christmas so i buy calendars with verses and I buy Jesus movies, by the way, here in Amazon, because it's cheaper. So it gets there in English, and it gives me the, the credit. Say, oh, whatever, the mailman at the supermarket say, oh, by the way, I would like to give you this, because it meant so much to me. And I'm sorry that it's in English outside. I'm not sorry, I'm very happy. I'm sorry that it's in English outside, because I bought it from the United States. I caught them. But you can click it into Portuguese. It's great. And say, oh, sir, thank you very much. And I... God, now it's you. And so on. So that's it. All right. So <clears throat> we went to the Northeast. We were missionaries there for 18 years. And all of a sudden, the pastor, who is uh, the leader of our missionary team there, he said, Leo, have you ever heard of uh, a Jim Myers and Jim Myers ministry? And I said, I said, well... I've heard that he's been coming to Brazil for some 10 years now, but he goes to the southeast, so I got in touch with him, and I say, hey, share the blessing. So Jim Myers came to, to, to the northeast, to Natal, where I was living. He stayed in my house, and wow. I mean, think about the privileges of being a translator. Everything he speaks, you might sleep, I can't. <laughs> so you learn everything. At the end of the preaching, people come to talk to him, each one has one question. I have all of them. Okay? In the morning, he says, Oh, Eliel, we're going out to walk tomorrow morning. Would you like to come with me and Phyllis? And I say, sure thing, man. He's not even here to defend himself and scold me, right? We're buddies now. And so we walk and we talk about the Bible. Great. Blessing from God. Well, year after year, at a certain point, we're in the southeast, because I, w- I translate for him in the northeast and in the southeast. Now he goes only to the southeast. And he is talking to, the picture of the missionary is outside, to Jimmy Lipsy. And he says, well, there's something called DM2. And he explains it. And remember, I, I'm d- d- just a translating tool, okay? I'm not supposed to give any opinion or anything. says, w- we have this in the United States. It's very nice, because it's teaching the word of God verse by verse, and, um, and it's there, the book is there. I mean, they take it home and they multiply and so on and say, so I was, he says, so I was wondering if you would be interested about that. And all of a sudden, translating tool <laughs> goes uh, beyond the limits and say, the North is interested. So next year, okay, I won't go into details because it wouldn't help, you don't know the person. Some Jeff Phipps comes around with Jim Myers to Natal Northeast and some other people, one more I think, and start the DM2 teaching at the church. And Jeff says, man, these people here, they are on fire for God. We have to invest in their lives. You have to understand, people in the Northeast, they're so open. They're so open to attention, to love. And because they're very religious, you talk about God, you talk about Jesus, they're interested it doesn't mean they will come to Jesus in bulk, but they're open. They, they, well, so Jeff comes and he says, wow, we have to go on with this. And, and believe me, we need, if I were to count, we need all of you. 
I mean, you would have work day and night to do there. All you have to do, sit down with them. They open their doors to you. And they, you talk about the Bible. You pray for them, whatever. They're open. There's so much to do in the Northeast. We need people. We certainly need people. Well, and every time like someone visits from another church to, into that church and says, Hey, can't you come to my church? So there's a certain moment. Jeff says, I'm sorry, I would like to. And maybe in your minds you would say, Well, why they, don't they all go to the same church to hear the teaching? Well, they're poor to take the bus and go. Uh, it can be dangerous coming back home after the meeting. So it's not that simple as it may sound or look to you. But they're always asking. They're always asking. As a matter of fact, we're going to have it next week. And Jeff said, well, yeah, we're going to be in, in Natal on Saturday, but I'm not starting teaching until Monday uh, would you like to fill the gaps for me? And I said, ha! So immediately, immediately. One church wants the teaching from Sunday morning to Sunday evening straight. And, and so on. Uh, well, sometime later, Jeff tells me about some Ray Mondragon. Maybe you've heard, maybe not. He said, well, this professor from Chafer Seminary, and so on. Well, The, the things God has been doing, because you, West Houston Bible Church, have believed, have loved, and have invested. I can't tell you. So Professor Ray goes there. Well, about us, you know, already everybody wants this study, and they take and they finish the study in the M2. They get back to their church or home. Next thing you know, the next... Uh, Sunday school lesson will be that study, and they study 101, and so on, multiply. Then Professor Ray comes and teaches hermeneutics. So sad, in the audience, many pastors, many teachers, who, who say, I had never heard of that before. And I say, what did he do in seminary? What does he preach about? But it's so sad, but it's so happy at the same time. Because it won't be repeated, right? Now, God is tremendous. I don't know how it works in America, but in Brazil, traditional church looks at Pentecostal and say, well, they read the Bible for one minute and shout and scream and jump for the rest of the, of the, of the service. And of course, there's payback. They look at us and they say, they don't have the Holy Spirit, you know. They don't understand. In his classes of hermeneutics, many Pentecostal pastors... And they said, man, we needed this so much. And it made such a difference in our lives. And they went back to their Pentecostal churches, teaching the word of God the way it should. So, because, you know, you've been talking about here, the, the, uh, our brothers have been talking about the, world, the word not being taught correctly the other way i was in a in a conference for married couples and the, the brother said what was the first name that the woman had and everybody was silent and I was like come on nobody's going to say eve so i couldn't hold myself back and say eve and he said no i said what so I, so i got to the edge of my seat and say i can't wait for this revelation it's going to be a life changer for me and he went, if it's not Eve, for pity's sake. 
And he went to Genesis 5, 2 and read. Well, he said, her first, the first name the woman ever had was Adam. And I said, what? The beginning of times already the gender thingy agenda? <laughs> and he went to, to Genesis 5, 2 to prove it. And he read, so God made them male and female. And it's funny in Portuguese because of the words in, 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 in Hebrew. said he made Ish and Isha. And named them, even though that was, that was not the word in that point, but some other parts. And he called them the name of Adam. Well, guess what? Adam means human being. He couldn't have called them Kelev, dog, Hatul, cat, or anything. They were human beings. No, Eliyahu, Adam was the name of the first man on earth. Well, guess what? Surprise, surprise. The first man on earth, the first human being on earth, was named human being. So there's no first name for Eve Adam, please. So, you see, uh, going into the Word, studying the Word, and the material of DM2 is such a good, consistent one. Well, not to talk about the material Professor Ray Mondragon brings. So do you understand that, once again, I have to say it, because West Houston Bible Church believed and loved and had an attitude that became to be, came to be action. You have your little Schaefer Seminary miniature in Portuguese happening right now in Brazil. Brothers and sisters, we're yet to see what the Lord will do when we are willing to serve Him. Well, not only that, but my life in ministry has been tremendously blessed by that. I am so honored they pay me to go from, the, well, southeast to northeast, some 1,300 miles away. And they get me there, and we have a wonderful time, like when I'm sitting with Jeff, when we're not teaching, we're interacting about the Bible, what do you think about this passage, and I interact, about, uh, I interact with professor, and so on. So, inevitably... My life, my ministry has been blessed as well. And then it's not only your investment, is not only bringing results in the northeast of Brazil. But I travel around teaching in Bible schools, in churches, conferences, uh, in Bible camp. And, um, and I bring it with me. So just last vacation, our summer vacation for the kids are at the end of the year different from you so we were my family was in bosnia and in belgium and i was there teaching and guess what you have contributed to some of my teaching i mean this will never be left behind ever it's with me forever and every time we're together we grow in, in the scriptures and and everything right now the pastors at the churches in in belgium and re remember that the capital of belgium is the capital of europe now so they say, man, you have to come to, to Brussels, the capital, because all languages are there, all cultures are there, there are churches needing you there, there are Bible schools, and, and so on. You will be so useful, and, and it's, all, it's all my privilege and everything. But you have been building on all that. You have been sending these men to teach the truth that has been changing lives and that never stop. This chain... Never stop. You think you're doing something in Natal, in Brazil, 
what you're doing in Natal, you're, you're doing the whole state. You're doing out of the state. You're doing in, in other parts of Brazil. You're doing outside Brazil and in Europe. Once again, because you believed it. Because you said, Lord, I'll do what I can and you do the rest. Oh boy, when he does the rest. So, what can I say? Um, this is only to say what I know. Some things we don't even know. Sometimes you will see someone and say, oh, are you him? Are you part of that? Oh, let me tell you that someone came to my church. So I don't have a problem saying that the manifestation of the results of your love are not just about here and there, but they're ubiquitous. And your attitude in action completely resonates with God, who says, you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the end of the world. world. So, uh, and, and then Jeff so generously said, hey man, you like studying the Bible, don't you? He said, well, yes, I do. And also the responsibility, because if you teach the Bible, you've got to teach it right, because the beam of Christ is for everybody. And he said, I'll take you to the conference. I think you'll like it. And I said, I think I'll like it too. And some people have been so generous and brought me all the way to here, because... I wouldn't have made it on my own. And the Lord did wonderful things. But every day, every day, in every smile you give me, in every moment we sit down to talk, key people the Lord has brought during this time here to, to, to bless my ministry, to give me a word and a direction and everything. Uh, you are yet to know what the Lord is going to do. And I am so thankful for that, that I have fallen into the grace of all you all. Um, so he comes here and talks about the Arete camp. I'm crazy about teenagers and kids. It's not only her whose cheeks I want to take with me. So I'll pray to God that, that, you know, you can always peel potatoes, wash bathrooms, but give me a free time with the teenagers so I can sit down with them and talk about how fundamental, how pivotal the Bible is for the very success of their lives well that's it and uh, our brother said here the bible when it gives us information is not only for the matter of information it's so we can move so please get all this information well you you houston uh you west houston bible church are already doing it please continue doing it the other brothers and sisters please take this information back with you Take it to your home, to your church. Pray for this ministry and be part of it when we, when we gather the harvest. That's it. Thank you very much for your attention. God bless you.